This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Remember going on field trips when you are in elementary school? They're the best. You got out of sitting in class all day, mm-hmm. see the world, maybe oh, yeah. learn something along the way. Get cultured. You know it. Well, they definitely learned something in Sherbrooke, Quebec. Uh, on Tuesday, a field trip was cut short after elementary school students found a dead body in the woods. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's a real-life lesson. They were out doing a little uh, learning when they stumbled across a dead body. Police say an investigation is underway did not provide more details than that oh boy parents were asked to keep an eye on their children over the next few days obviously very traumatic rest assured we have the well-being of your children at heart and we're making every effort to ensure the necessary support for students at the school say uh, school officials yikes i wonder how i wonder how quickly they the body, like, I'm picturing a few different ways the body could have been found, all of them traumatic. I wonder yeah. how close the kids got, like, how many kids was were around Was it a tripping it. over it situation? Yeah, or was it, like, a visible from a distance situation? Yeah, what's that over there? Kids, you go this way, yeah, I'll yeah. go look into it, says one of the chaperones. Or is it, like, not to be morbid, but, like, poke it with a stick, proximity, <laughs> wait a second, this guy's not taking a nap. Yeah, I hope those kids are all right. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, this was a traumatic field trip for me, Jim. Uh, London, Ontario, where I grew up, was, uh, they have this big church downtown, St. Peter's Basilica. Oh, yeah. Roman Catholic Church. And we went on a tour of the church. And they took us down into the basement, the catacombs, so to speak. <laughs> Whoa. And down there, you go down this dark tunnel, and inside are tombs of, like, old religious figures. So I don't know, like bishops or priests that used to work at the church. They have them buried in the basement. Mm-hmm. And we're in this tight little confined, dark, damp cavern, basically, under the church. That's how I remember it anyways. <laughs> and the the priest who was giving us the tour is like, yeah, this is where the bodies are buried for, for the, the past uh, religious figures that, uh, you know, have worked at this church over the years. And kids started freaking out, thinking that we were that close, like on the other side of this oh, little yeah. wall. We're in a tomb, basically. Sure, sure. And there were kids crying, became frozen in their tracks, hyperventilating. It was like a mass hysteria situation. Well, They yeah. couldn't get us out of there fast enough, and I believe that was the last time they brought a bunch of elementary school students into the catacombs <laughs> under the church. Well, you got to expect it. When in the normal floor of the church, they keep telling you that, that guys are coming back from the dead, you can't bring them to the bodies, you know? The kids are going to well, experience... Only one guy came back. I, well, I mean, still, <laughs> once is enough to terrify the children that the zombies might be returning. Oh, it was, no yeah, it was a lot to wrap our little minds around back then. So I can only imagine what these kids are going through in Quebec. But uh, one heck of a field trip there on Tuesday. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Game two tonight between the Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs, Jim. Here we go. I wonder if the now famous Leaf hater is going to be wearing his Panthers jersey at the game tonight because this story has blown up. 
you brought it up yesterday. You were very passionate while talking about this uh, this pair of people who have been spotted at multiple Leaf home games. Yes, I just saw them for the first time in the playoffs. And the first round, this guy and this younger woman he's with, whether it's his wife or his daughter, I'm not sure. It's but, his daughter. Okay, well, they were both wearing uh, Tampa Bay Lightning jerseys, which is fine if that's your team. And then the next round, this round we're currently in, the same people show up but they're wearing Florida Panthers jerseys. So I, I'm hating on them because they're just anti-Leafs fans. They stand for nothing, and they're just trying to tear down the Leafs. Yeah. Well, Leaf fans were even more outraged to find out the the backstory on this guy. Uh, turns out his name is Ervil de Gusto, and he's actually a Habs fan. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse. He's a Habs fan who loves cheering against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Pictures surfaced of him in a Seattle Kraken jersey, in a Coyotes jersey, and multiple Habs outfits yesterday online. So he's he's been doing this for a while. And it is his daughter that's with him. That's the part of the story I do like. At least it's something fun that father and daughter are doing as a team. I think this is bad because not only is he an idiot, he's a bad dad too. He's teaching his daughter a bad lesson. <laughs> so it's like people on Twitter, they just want to complain about the world, but they have yeah, no ideas no solutions. solutions. No solutions. So they go to the games together. I think that's kind of cute. And the, the daughter says she has fun. She says she gets some strange looks like they will go into the, um, the Maple Leaf store right next to Scotiabank Arena and they will buy jerseys because they have all the leaf stuff up front and then you can go like upstairs and they have the other sure, stuff. Sure. all the authentics she says she gets dirty looks from the people working the cash registers before the games when she <laughs> buys the jersey last minute um but yeah it's something they've been doing for a while the other thing people aren't excited about is this guy works as a ticket broker so he is not only cheering against the leafs he is profiting from the home games by reselling tickets. Oh, you know what? I knew I knew there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> you know what? Cuz that's a psycho. It's a, listen. I wish I had 30 or 40 pairs of season tickets to the Toronto Maple Leafs that I could resell and make money. Are yeah. you just jealous, Jim? No, I think we all know that that's a dirty trick. I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money that's uh, not illegal, but immoral in my mind. And snatching up a bunch of tickets and then upselling them for true no. fans is a dirty move. Keeps the real Leaf <laughs> fans out of the games. Which I think is this guy's motive. It his sounds motivation. like it. And I'm not, honestly, he can do whatever he wants. This guy's a troll. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of my anger. So you keep living your life, sir. It all comes around eventually, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll get, you'll get yours. Well, the Habs aren't in the playoffs. Well, there you go. Yeah? Keep buy, better buy another jersey. <laughs> jump on another bandwagon. But now that they're so identifiable, I'm kind of worried for their safety tonight in Toronto. They show up in those Florida jerseys. Now everyone knows they're ticket resellers. Yeah. They're, uh, they're just, as you said, trolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's why trolls feel comfortable on the internet, you know? As long as they're anonymous, anonymous yeah. flying under the radar, they're okay. But now that everybody knows who this guy is, I... Will he be showered in beer? I hope not. Don't stoop yourselves to his level. Ignore him. Yeah, yeah. Because he wants attention. That's what he wants. And 
Toronto Maple Leafs, I hope you've seen these pictures. I hope they're hanging on the bulletin board in the dressing room. Oh, yeah. And it fires you guys up. Marner, Matthews, guys, look at this guy. When you're out there on the ice tonight, think of him. The best revenge would be a Leafs victory tonight at home. The Taz and Jim Podcast. I wonder how the weather is in Vegas right now. That's where my fiance is for her bachelorette party. They just flew out yesterday. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> you nervous at all or... Do you trust her? I'm not nervous at all. I trust her completely. Do you trust her friends, though? Because a lot of times you don't have to worry about your partner. It's it's her friends and the bad influence that they have over her. I think they're all all right. I think they'll be fine. Most of them are dating other friends of mine, so I hope they're... (laughs) We're all in this together, boys. Yeah. So, uh, no, I I have complete trust. In fact, like, she felt guilty, and she's like, do you... I think I told this story on the air already, but she was was like, do you mind if I go to Thunder from Down Under or whatever... Or Magic Mike, Magic Mike, one of those, whatever I said. I would be disappointed if you didn't go. Get in there. Go and then she's also going to. It's a, like the back alley strip uh, strip club. You don't want them going to the back alley, definitely. Especially not if it's called the back alley. <laughs> no, thank you. You know, it's a, the 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 commercial ones that are on the strip, like Thunder from Down Under sure. or Magic Mike. You know, they're gonna get a feast for the eyes. Oh, absolutely. But there's nothing that's going down at those shows, at least unless I'm super naive. That. Uh, you have to worry about. Oh, there may be a motorboat of a butt or two on there. I have no idea. There might be a drink or two stirred. <laughs> you know how they do, those <laughs> gentlemen. Um, Ew. Yeah, yeah. But she's also going to a Steve Aoki show, her and the gals. Okay. And there's a thing they do at those shows where a lot of times uh, the bridal party will hold up a sign and say, can you cake the bride? Oh, it's he's, where he he's the guy who cake. throws the big cake, the yeah. like sheet cake into the crowd. Yeah, with incredible accuracy, I must he's say, too. He's good at it, yeah. So I think Steve she's going to try to get cake. is a DJ, if you're not familiar. Yeah. He's a famous DJ, so that'll be like a dance party, rave sure. almost sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be comfortable with my wife going to one of those. What? <laughs> Sounds like you sweaty. lack. Sounds like you lack a bit of trust, Taz. Hot, sweaty. You know, I I do know a couple stories about uh, bachelorette parties going awry. One sure. One person I know knew that something happened at the bachelorette party in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. He had evidence of it, and he went ahead with the wedding. He never brought it up to his fiance. And he just saved the information that he had on his uh, hard drive in case he ever needed it. And how's it going? They're happily married. Yeah. I guess it worked out so far. <laughs> right? But he's got that card he's if he ever needs to lay it down. blackmail. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there must be a statute of limitations, well, too, for that. Well, what about the time 25 years ago when you made out with that guy at Circus Circus? <laughs> huh? You're not taking half my stuff. Yeah, I don't think this will hold up in court. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Sarah's in the air right now? No, they landed this, they landed last night sometime. And have you heard from her? Oh, she she called me, but all I heard was... (laughs) (laughs) She's motorboating a pair of packs down there. She's motorboating down there. (laughs) Just a walnut cracking... (laughs) Aussie butt. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I'm flying down there now. No. I'm going to spy on hey, her in the bushes. You've got the weekend off. 
right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Free pass. Let's party, Look Jim. out. There is not a safe button, Ontario. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. So, Jim. Mm-hmm, Taz. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. She has had uh, quite the romantic entanglements over the years. She was just on a podcast, the Call Her Daddy podcast. I've heard of this podcast. This is like a barstool podcast, I think. And she was asked about uh, her ex-lovers and asked to play F. Mary Kill. So she's dated Brad Pitt. She's dated Ben Affleck. She was married to Chris Martin, right? Hmm. So out of those three, who would she F, who would she marry, who would she kill? Well, I've already got my mind made up. Who would you go with? <laughs> oh, buddy. I would uh, I would uh, marry Ben Affleck. Okay. Kill Chris Martin. <laughs> and, and do Brad Pitt, obviously. <laughs> That's not Gwyneth's order. Oh. She said she'd sleep with Brad Pitt. She talked very uh, fondly about her time with Brad Pitt, said there was major chemistry. She was, he was the love of her life at the time. They dated early. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to sleep with Brad Pitt. She's going to remarry Chris Martin because of their children. Makes sense. They never really broke up. They just consciously uncoupled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she said, sorry, Ben. <laughs> oh, Affleck's gone. Affleck's yeah. gone. He's being replaced by Michael Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, that's tough, tough competition. I feel like Chris Martin would be a gentle lover, but he may start crying at the end. You know, he's almost too sensitive and emotional. True, true. But he might write a song about you. But that would be weird. Like right after it was over, he just slips over to the piano. He's crying and singing. You're like, okay. Yeah. Would I kill Brad Pitt? I'd have a hard time doing it. Have you seen him with his shirt off in uh, in Fight Club? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You'd have to sneak up You'd on him while he's sleeping. You'd have to get creative, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck? I feel a little bad for Ben Affleck. He's always looking sad these days. I know, eh? Guy just wants to d- drink some Dunkin' Donuts coffee <laughs> and have a cig outside his apartment and be left alone. Instead, he's getting dragged to all J-Lo's events as a trophy husband. He, he's like, please, Gwyneth, kill me. Kill me now. The Taz and Jim Podcast. There is a video that has gone viral of a player in Quebec consuming something on the bench during a hockey game. Here's Global News reporting on the story. And finally tonight, a story that really cuts the mustard. Take a look at this. The Halifax Mooseheads player Zachary LaRue on the bench taking a big gulp of, that's right, mustard. That was during a playoff game against the Sherbrooke Phoenix on Sunday night. He has the full French's mustard bottle on the bench. Wow, like a Gatorade bottle. Like a Gatorade bottle, tips his head back and just squirts mustard into his mouth, chokes it down. He kind of does the, like the shudder, like the hoo, like when you do a shot of something that's... Or when you do the smelling salt. (laughs) (laughs) Fires you up. That's a little intense. (laughs) So the mustard uh, is there for a reason, according to Zachary LaRue. Here he is explaining to Global News why he was drinking mustard on the bench. Uh, Light cramps, uh, you know, it's something that I had to deal with, uh, you know, a few times now uh, over the last few years. So uh, I think just using the mustard is uh, definitely a great way to get rid of it right away. But uh, yeah, no, it definitely uh, doesn't always taste the best, but it gets the job done. 
I've never heard that before. Because I get leg cramps sometimes playing soccer, too. Yeah. I thought it was just dehydration or lack of potassium. I didn't know mustard was the cure. I had no idea either. Actually, I think about it because the Blue Jays, uh, Kawasaki, guy who used to play for the Blue Jays, said he would always eat a banana because bananas never, or sorry, because monkeys never cramp. Yeah, yeah. And I have heard eat a banana to, to solve the, the cramping because of the potassium in the banana. Well, you know who else never cramps? Who? Phil Kessel. <laughs> What's he drink? I think he honestly puts Coke in his water bottles. That's the rumor. Well, he also puts mustard on all those hot oh, dogs yeah. that he's eating. True. Uh, who's laughing now, huh? They're, they're on to something. There was a method to his madness when he'd huh. go out to that that hot dog cart before the games when he was playing for Toronto. Yeah, that was just a bun of mustard. No, no meat. <laughs> huh. Could you do that? Could you choke back a a squirt of mustard like that? Do not. I don't even really like mustard at all. How much would you have to consume for it to cure your leg cramps, I wonder? I I don't know. I knew a guy once who had, uh, he didn't get played much, but so he would keep Skittles in his hockey glove, and he would be eating Skittles on the bench uh, while the game was going on. And then if he had to go in, he'd stick his hand back in the glove and uh, play a play a shift, one shift with a period, the with the skittles in, in his, his hand. glove. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they were in a bag in his glove, but he had, you could see him on the bench, just loose skittles <laughs> spilling out over the ice. Yeah, whoops! <laughs> taking the face off. <laughs> and was that for his enjoyment? It doesn't sound like that was helping with leg cramps. He no, just, I think it's he just, just wanted a snack because he was riding the bench. I think Beast Mode did that, too. Marshawn Lynch, he would eat Skittles during the game. So All maybe right. there's something there, but I don't know. Skittles dipped in mustard. <laughs> now we're on to yeah. something. I want to see you peacock. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He's a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And at this stage in round one against Tampa Bay, you guaranteed the win, Dev. That guarantee was worth its weight in gold. I told a lot of people I did that. I said, I, you know, I went on with Taz and Jim, and I predicted the win, and they said, what? You didn't <laughs> or, predict. No, sorry, I, I, you I, guaranteed. I, I guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And they said, why would you do that? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> are you in a place against Tampa, uh, against Florida now that you're willing to guarantee the win today? I am not going to guarantee, but that's not because I don't believe they're going to win. A guarantee is a special thing. You can't just yeah, be... You can't throw them out all willy-nilly. You can't be throwing them out left and right. But also the guarantee after the loss in Game 1 to Tampa Bay was different. So the loss in game one to Tampa Bay was this demoralizing, you know, soul crushing loss. The loss in game one to Florida, embarrassing. Humiliating, some would say. They won the series, relax. (laughs) (laughs) The loss in game one to the Florida Panthers had a different feel to it. I mean, full credit to the Panthers. They took it to the Leafs. They deserved to win the game. But it wasn't one where I felt like the Leafs just were completely outclassed from start to finish. So I feel still very confident that the Leafs will win this series in six games. Here's a question for you guys, and I wouldn't mind going to the phones on this one right now. one taz and Jim, if you want to call or text. Do you guys think if the Leafs are the final team from Canada remaining in the Stanley Cup playoffs and they are playing in the Stanley Cup final, that the rest of the country would rally behind the Toronto Maple Leafs? Everywhere except Quebec. I'm guessing. Yeah, you think at West they would? I think they would. If it was Calgary or Edmonton, then Edmonton or Calgary wouldn't be cheering for the other team. They're the rivals there. 
I think it's different. I know everybody poops on the Leafs, but they haven't been successful in a long time, and I think it would... I think out of curiosity, at least, people would be tuning in. I th- you think there's a lot of Leaf-curious people out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's Leaf-curious people out there. Like, I think you could have a thing, a situation where, like, if you go back to 2019 when the Raptors were on their run, you had Jurassic Parks everywhere. Yeah, but there's that's the only team in Canada. Same as the Blue Jays, Same right? Same as the Blue Jays. Only team in Canada. I mean, let's be honest. The Leafs are the only team in Canada. Yeah, buddy. Oh, my goodness. So do you think? Uh, do you one think round people would and we're get back behind? on top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> do you think people would get behind the Leafs like they did the Raptors if they were in the Stanley Cup playoffs and I they were playing against of Canadians? Were. Not, not to that degree, not to that degree. But I think the ratings are going to go through the. If the Leafs make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, I think there will be. I, it depends who they're playing against too. If it's against Carolina, nobody's passionate up here about Carolina. Really, you don't run into yeah. that many fans. So if they were playing Carolina, I think you know that would happen. Let us know what you guys think. one taz and jim Devin Peacock not guaranteeing, but predicting that the Leafs will win tonight. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Just talking about this elementary school in Quebec. They had their field trip uh, called off because the students found a dead body in the woods. Not good. Just got a text message here from one of our listeners. Guys... You're opening some old scars. Back in the early 80s, my secondary school did a canoe field trip on the Thames River in London, and they found a dead body in the river while they were canoeing. (laughs) Not good. Now I feel left out. You've never found one? No, man. I found one. I I remember this story. Yeah. Yeah. Was it traumatized? Like, you obviously remember the story, but did it no. mess with you? Because you didn't get close, right? Well, it was a body in a car, right? I was, again, this is another church story. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was at church with my mom. I was young, and I was a little hyperactive back in the day. So if I made it halfway through Mass, my mom would say, okay, now just, just go outside, and there was a school next door. Play on the climbers until Mass is done. We'll come get you when it's time to go home. So I went out to the climbers while everyone was still in the church. And there was a car parked in the uh, parking lot of the school. And there was someone in the car, but they weren't moving. So I went over and I started knocking on the window to see what was going on. They still weren't moving. Hmm. So I went in and I found somebody and I said, uh, there's a guy. He's uh, not waking up out there. Sure enough, mass got out and the... Caution tape, police were there, caution tape off the whole parking lot. And <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so in the moment, I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, right? yeah. I was too young, which may be a blessing. For sure, absolutely. Um, and the window was rolled up. Another good thing. Definitely a benefit, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's different when it, like, falls on you or, you know. Oh, like, like the, out of a closet Yeah, or like the Goonies, right? <laughs> sure, covered in cobwebs. <laughs> 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 Laugh so you don't cry. I'm sorry mm. about the uh, the canoe trip memories there. We didn't. Yeah, not good. Didn't realize. Uh, speaking of kids being traumatized, seems to be the theme of the show today. Wonder how these kids are doing. McDonald's franchisee had ten year old kids working unpaid until two a.m. at a McDonald's in Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, all three. I mean, like the kids under ten, bad. Till 2 a.m., bad. Unpaid? Yeah. You're not even giving them allowance? 
They were made to prepare and distribute food orders, clean the store, and work the drive-through window. Imagine <laughs> pulling that voice. up. Are you using your McDonald's points card today? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> it's me, Timmy. What do you want? What's your name? <laughs> Franchise reportedly hired 22 other minors under 16 to work more than the state's legally permitted hours. Now, if they were getting paid, it, when I went, if I was 10 and I could be making bank, I probably wouldn't mind working oh, at McDonald's, right? Even if you're just getting ha- paid in Happy Meal toys, you'd be <laughs> pumped. But unpaid? Yeah. They- Obviously, the uh, the head office of McDonald's not happy about this story. They, no, are they saying- said it was an internship. They said they're supposed to be unpaid. <laughs> they are saying that you're not supposed to have 10-year-olds working at your, your restaurants Aww. if you're running one. But if you had them together, it was just one 20-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you count them as one person. Sure. Two 10-year-olds equals one 20-year-old. <laughs> Math checks out. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Are you all right, Taz? Down in the dumps, you're kind of looking out the window, sighing. Are you okay? Yeah. It's just that the Ukrainians moved out yesterday. (laughs) If you've been listening to the show, you know my wife's second cousins from Ukraine, Taras and Mikola, were living in our basement for the past couple weeks. And I feel like we really developed a strong bond. I'm going to miss those guys. Hmm. They seemed like nice dudes, even though you guys, there was a language barrier. Language barrier. We finally figured out how to use uh, Google Translate properly, like yesterday. Properly? Yeah, because you can set it to conversation mode. Like we were going back and forth and doing things individually, but if you put it on conversation mode, just a tip, it'll pick up and detect what language is being spoken, and then it'll dictate it back. So you just have to talk into the thing. Can have a, it makes it a lot easier to have a conversation. Anyways, okay. yeah, these guys, they were great guys. You know, I felt like they, uh, they had really become part of our household, and now they're just gone. Thank you to all the Taz and Jim listeners who were uh, generously reaching out to see how the guys were doing, to offer help or uh, offer to give them work. They have jobs that they're starting today as well, so nice. that's exciting, yeah. But... I just feel like productivity in my household is going to go down by like 2,000% now. <laughs> You're not going to step up? They didn't inspire you? To... They, they were hard workers. They did so many awesome things around my house. Got da- done like eight projects that I have been procrastinating on for multiple years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, and I don't know if I should say this because I don't think it's going to help the situation. But I feel like my wife was cooking a little bit better for those guys than she usually does for me. (laughs) She put a little more effort in, you know what I mean? When you have company over. Showing off. Yeah, you're always trying to impress the company. You want to go above and beyond. And you're like, this is what it's always like around here. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Hopefully, uh, you know know what? I, I will continue to step up if. Continue? Well, I started stepping up while they were there. I helped them. I showed them what needed to be done. You pointed at things <laughs> pointed and said, I'll stuff. be back to check your supervisor yeah. role. If we can get at least one of those delicious Ukrainian meals cooked every week, and <laughs> I'll get one chore done every week. How does that sound, honey? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to miss those guys, you know.
myself I wouldn't do this. I know they're irreplaceable, Chaz, but maybe she has some third cousins <laughs> still in Ukraine that can make know? the trip over. Yeah. yeah. Fly free, boys. Fly free. Talking Toronto Maple Leafs. I threw the hypothetical out there. Leafs make it to the Stanley Cup final. They're the only Canadian team left. Do you think the rest of the country will cheer for the Leafs and get behind them? Like when the Raptors were going on their championship run. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Your thoughts? Jim is absolutely right. There's no Canadian fans that are going to cheer for the Leafs. 100%. 100%. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No no Habs fans, but you think Oilers fans, Flames fans would get on board? Canucks fans? I don't know. I don't know. It's a I'm tough talking. question, isn't it? Well, Devin himself said if the Leafs don't win, he doesn't want Edmonton to win. So, <laughs> And he just said there's no other teams in Canada. <laughs> so does the well, hatred run off. too deep with the Leafs and the other organizations? I'd still want a Canadian team to win. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? It's Dave. How you doing? Dave, you think yeah. if the Leafs were in the Stanley Cup final, only Canadian team left, the rest of the country would get behind the Leafs? Um, I don't agree. I, I agree that the ratings would go up. Um, I'm a diehard Bruins fan, always have been, and I honestly get as much joy as a Bruins win as I do at Leafs loss. So Pathetic. I don't miss Leafs Pathetic. I don't miss them. I watch them all what the time. What a miserable behavior. So you'll I be know, watching the game it, tonight it to cheer against oh, the Leafs. Absolutely. Yeah. I was cheering for Florida, absolutely. Yeah. As far as the yeah. the rest of the Canadian uh, uh, country, as far as the rest of Canada cheering for the Leafs, I cheer for Calgary. When Aginla went deep with Calgary 15, right. 20 years ago, I was cheering for Calgary. I don't understand why anybody wouldn't get on the Leafs bandwagon in that situation. Well, when the Bruins won the Cup, they had about, what, 11 Canadians on their team? So I, I disagree with the nationalism and the location when it comes to sports, especially mm, hockey. It does uh, matter. So. The city does matter. Uh, it really does, because that's where the party's going to be. Fans who weren't they, if the Leafs fans weren't who they are, I think it'd be easier to support. I just got a text message from Shane, my brother-in-law, who's from Calgary, Flames fan. Not a chance, all capital letters. <laughs> I like Shane. I like Shane. <laughs> Where's the hate coming from?